0: The Cafe Chronicles, Episode 1 The Handshake. Within a minute of sitting down at my usual corner table, backing onto the swing saloon doors that lead to the toilets here, the beard, a recent addition to the waiting staff, brings my latte over, again demonstrating his keen eye for quickly noting the presence of newly arrived customers, the hallmark of the better waiters over the years here. I give my latte the customary slow languid stir with the tall spoon. It's possible over the years this may have morphed into an affectation. I can't dismiss that as readily as I'd like. I give my currently tender left ankle a quick feel, having just turned it over on a discarded chicken bone on South Lambeth Road making my way here. The dependency of Lambeth's population on fried chicken is perhaps the biggest single reliance on a food since the Native Americans followed the buffalo. We might moan about having the smallest homes in Western Europe but given the numbers of people in Lambeth that seem to eat either on the street or on our buses you can make a case for saying the bigger accommodation of old before landlords started carving up flats into studios can no longer be justified at least not in these southwest London streets. Too many locals seem disinclined to use their kitchens and it may be I am one of the last people in this borough to still use their microwave every night and eat at home. The turned ankle was, I think, behind the appalling handshake that is so troubling me today. I pride myself on a good handshake. In the last two to three years especially, my handshake has comfortably held its own in SW8 as various cafe regulars made a beeline for my hand and my long prized anonymity here was gradually eroded. My hand grip has consistently been on the right side of firm and my eyes have met theirs, which has surprised me as my eye contact has always been notoriously poor. My dad, a raconteur whose never-ending patter in the family bedsit taught me the importance of looking for any potential segues in in interminable conversations that could help bring the dialogue to a merciful close, would often halt our one-sided exchanges and demand to know why I was looking at his hair. I am still guilty of doing the hair thing when talking to people, but there's something about the traditional handshake that helps me look the other person in the eye. The handshake, which I feel is one of the few things in this world that didn't need to be improved, is dying. The quality of handshaking among the younger generation, speaking from experience here, I would say is poor. Maybe there are too many alternatives for them these days. You've got the fist bump, something being a middle-aged man I steer clear of, and you've got the manhug, which I find excessive. Unless you've known someone an awfully long time, it can feel over-familiar. Having been in the handshaking form of my life in recent years, it's therefore come as a massive disappointment to me that I should have just experienced my worst handshake of the year. Waiting at the lights for the green man so I could cross over to the cafe, still smarting from turning my ankle over, a 30-something North African regular, his hair thinning and with a slightly curious for that part of the world orange hue to it, a dead ringer for the Belgian footballer Eden Hazard, had just left the cafe and was also at the lights, meaning our paths were about to cross in the middle of the road, far from ideal conditions for a handshake. We'd both seen each other standing at the crossing and smiled. His smile came easier than mine. My dentist once said I've got a good smile, but smile in an eye, like Roger Federer and the red clay of the French Open, make for uncomfortable bedfellows. It took an unusually long time for the green man to appear. I had too much time to think about the handshake. I'm all about instinct. Give me time to think on anything. I fall apart. My footwork was all wrong. My walk towards Hazard, erratic. How much of that can be blamed on the ankle and trying to avoid putting weight on it, I don't know. My hand met his but my thumb failed to connect with his palm and my own palm went too far up Hazard's wrist. Maintaining his brilliant smile, I could nevertheless see the confusion behind Hazard's eyes, discomfort even at how high up his arm my palm had gone. I'm great with the stationary handshake, I reflect as I sip my coffee. On the move, however, I've noticed there's a significant drop-off in quality. What I desperately need after this calamitous handshake is an opportunity to shake Hazard's hand from a static position. I need to find him already in the cafe and then simply walk over to his table for the greeting. I'm hoping the guy would then have enough about him to analyse our last two contrasting handshakes and conclude, OK, on the move... He's weak. Static handshakes, though. This guy gives good handshake. Let's do this again tomorrow. The Cafe Chronicles was written and presented by Daniel Ruiz Tyson. For more of Daniel's work, please visit danielruiztaizan.com and you can follow him on Twitter at 1607 West Egg.